Welcome to the I Will Teach You a Language podcast, weekly doses of language learning tips and motivation to help you become fluent in any language. With me, Ollie Richards. Hello. Hello. Good morning, everybody, and welcome back to the I Will Teach You a Language podcast. My name is Ollie Richards, and what I do here is I answer your language learning questions. So whatever you're struggling with in your language learning, and let's be honest, there's a lot to, uh, to struggle with in language learning, I'm here to help you out. So if you're new here, subscribe to the podcast. I release these as often as I can, usually once or twice a week. And you've also got 375 back episodes to go and listen to. So you should probably start there, I guess. I'm coming to you today from the city of Lancaster. And I think it's a city, although I haven't seen a cathedral, but there is a castle here. And it's really nice. I've never been up here before. It's, it's in the northwest of England. And um, when I was, I told my friend Kirsten from, uh, from the Fluent Show that I was driving up to Scotland and I was looking for a place to stop off for a couple of days to break up the drive. And she said, what, well, you've got to go to Lancaster. Uh, because she lived there for a long time. So her completely unbiased suggestion was to go to Lancaster. But I'm really glad I did because it's stunning here. And if you go to my Instagram, you'll see some, some pictures I've posted of this amazing canal walk, um, which really kind of gives Cambridge a run for its money. And Cambridge is where I grew up in the, the River Cam, um, which is uh, the, the main, the, the river that runs through um, Cambridge and you know, around, around sort of King's College. And I mean, it's pretty nice, but here it's really nice as well. So go, have a look at my Instagram at I will teach you a language and uh, see some of the pictures I've posted there. All right then, what's new? Story Learning Spanish Podcast. This is, this is a new daily Spanish podcast. So if you are learning Spanish and you're what we could call an improver, so you're not a complete beginner, but you're trying to improve your level of Spanish, then this is our new daily podcast that will help you out in that regard. We've already got over a thousand people listening every single day, which is really cool. Um, so now's your chance to make it a thousand and one. And uh, no, but seriously, it's, uh, we're really, really pleased with how it's going and it's been a long time in the making. So head over to your favorite podcast app, type in story learning Spanish and listen, listen away. We've got some very cool features where we are kind of, so we've got the, the podcast, which is based on a story, but the characters from the story have their own Instagram channel, which is really cool. So you can actually kind of listen to the podcast daily and then keep learning across on Instagram where you kind of deepen your knowledge of the story and all of that. Anyway, Story Learning Spanish, go and check it out. Right, before we get into today's question, I'd like to thank the wonderful sponsors of the show, italki. And italki have got a special summer offer on at the moment where you can get a free trial lesson. But unlike the regular offer that I have with italki, it's actually completely free. So I don't, I don't, as far as I know, there's no credit card required or anything. You can literally go, go over there, sign up, and you can just take a, take a trial lesson, which is really cool. So if you are looking for a bit of speaking practice and, uh, and you, want it, you want to do it totally free, this is the offer for you. So go over to iwillteachyoualanguage.com forward slash summer. That's iwillteachyoualanguage.com forward slash summer. And um, you can sign up there. Have a get a bit of speaking on your belt this August. All right then. Without any further ado, let's get into today's question, which is all about tones and Cantonese. 
Hi Oli, Leo speaking. Uh, first of all, thank you for all that you do. I love your podcast, I love your work, I love your products. Um, my question concerns Cantonese, which I know is one of your favorite languages. Uh, I recently studied, started studying Cantonese. Uh, I've been having trouble with the tones. So my question is what you did when you learned Cantonese uh, dealing with the tones. Thank you. Thanks, Leo. Great question. Um, good to hear from you, and I appreciate the question about Cantonese as well. It's a Cantonese is a language I've been learning for quite some time. It's it's, it's not one of it's not my strongest language, partly because it's really really hard, um, but but I really really enjoy it, and I have been through all of the kind of ups and downs of the learning process. So I think I can offer you some some words of wisdom here, or at least some some words of experience. So just a bit of background. For people who aren't familiar with Cantonese or tones or anything like that. So Cantonese is a tonal language and a tonal language is one where the same sound can or what would seem to us to be the same sound can mean totally different things depending on the tone that goes with it. So in Cantonese you have six tones and there are you know, there are debates around this. Some people will say that strictly there are nine tones but I think in my view those have kind of merged together a lot over the years and, and, and six tones is for someone learning Cantonese the best way to think about it and and so if you take a word like um, or to take any any kind of sound right like C let's take the sound C now I'm gonna say that word in six different tones and it's gonna mean six different things okay so the six tones in in what we could call numerical order are C C C C C C and those are six very different things uh, <laughs> and not all of those sounds actually mean something but they they can you know if the word was different then it would have one of those one of the six tones that I've just um, that I've just um, said and it, that would um, affect the meaning right so basically every word that you learn in Cantonese comes with a tone attached there's no such thing as a neutral word you can't just learn the sound of a word and ignore the tones um, because the tones are baked into the word itself and this is partly why I think it's such terrible advice that you often hear from not often but sometimes you hear this advice from people which is oh yeah if you're learning Chinese or Mandarin Cantonese Thai whatever just ignore the tones because um, you can communicate without them like ignore the tones and learn them later if there's one thing you do Leo do not ignore the tones right <laughs> because it will come back to bite you big time later on so the thing about tones is that uh, you need them to communicate and if you learn them if you learn them wrong then it's gonna be really really tough to learn them right later okay and I know I mixed in my adjectives and adverbs but adverbs are I don't know, seem to be a little bit overrated recently. People are, people seem to prefer ad, adjectives to adverbs. Anyway, so learn your tones from the beginning, and don't ever be tempted to um, to kind of push them off till later. Right? And so, in your question, Leo, you said that you have recently started learning Cantonese, and the really key word here is recently because learning tones takes time. 
learning tones is not something that you kind of sit down and memorize, like a grammar rule or something like that. It's not that at all. Learning tones is something that you just have to get used to. And what you're aiming for with tones is to get to a stage where you hear or say a word in Cantonese and you just know instinctively what the correct tone is. And the reason you know this is because if you ask a Cantonese person, what tone is this word? They don't know the answer. <laughs> they can't tell you, oh yeah, it's sixth tone or third tone. They don't know. They have to kind of say it to themselves, often a few times, to get the tones, to figure out what tones it is. And even then, if they try and tell you what the tone is, they'll probably get it wrong. They'll tell you the wrong tone. Uh, and I won't go into why that is now, but, um, but, but you know, it's, it's something that is kind of felt, it's known, it's known um, implicitly, instinctively, uh, and it's not something that you kind of learn consciously. Right? So number one is to, is to pay close attention to tones from the beginning, and it sounds like you're doing that, Leo, so to, it, to the extent that you are doing it, good job, keep that up, and give it time, that's the number one thing, right? So don't, as soon as you, whatever the kind of frustration is that kind of led you to um, to call in with the question. I'm very glad you did. But that, that, that impulse that you have that makes you think, oh man, these Cantonese tones, they're really hard. Uh, I think I'm, I'm gonna, I, I need some help with this. The chances are you don't actually need help. What you, what you need is just more time, okay? That's the, that's the real key. Um, so, so try not to let the frustration get a hold of you and instead, keep going with what you're doing and just let time do the work I would say that I mean I think for me it was a good three to six months before tones really started feeling like before I really started feeling that I had a a control over and a handle over tones and then even then you're gonna uh, you're gonna get them wrong you're gonna forget some it's it's an ongoing process of of learning them but it is through this deliberate practice, the deliberate learning over time with tones uh, and paying attention to them that you're going to master them eventually. So specifically in terms of what I, what I, what I do to learn t- tones or what I did, number one is that with every, it's so important that with every single new word uh, that you learn, you learn the tones that go with it. And that might mean with one word that you've got one tone, or sometimes with words with multiple syllables, compound words, uh, that might mean that there are two tones, two tones you have to learn. It's, this is a fact of life with Cantonese. So whenever you learn a new word, always learn the tones that go with it. And in terms of how to learn the tones, there's no shortcut really. It's just a case of what I do personally is I kind of write down the words and I write down the tone that goes with it. And then when I'm practicing or, or learning, whether it's through flashcards or through speaking or whatever it may be, um, I just um, I, I just pay attention to those tones and I don't stop until I in, until I until I know it. So that's number one: is, is recording the word and writing it down, noting it down in your notebook um, with the tone and not ignoring it. But then the second thing I found super important is to be actually speaking from the beginning because with the tones. It's one thing to sort of, um, it's one thing to 
be able to recognize a tone or kind of learn a tone by yourself. It's a very different thing to be able to produce it in when you're speaking and actually like get this long string of words out of your mouth with correct tones. And it's precisely because it's so difficult that you need to do it from the beginning. So I would say that um, that you should be having um, what, what I call speaking sessions in Cantonese. So find a tutor on italki or something like that and and be practicing with them from the beginning. Uh, have, have simple conversations and your main aim should just be to to kind of just get the words out of your mouth and to be doing that like once, twice, three times a week. And that process of you know just going through the motions of trying to speak, however difficult it is at first, that is what's going to act as the kind of double team, if you like. On the one hand, you're learning more passively. On the other hand, you are um, you are actually outputting and speaking. And that process, that's basically what I did. And for kind of six months, I just kept at it, you know, week after week after week, learning and then speaking. And I get corrected all the time, but I tried not to get frustrated. I carried on. And then you just give it time and eventually it all starts to come together at the time that you least expect it but it but that does <laughs> you know it does it does happen so Leo I hope that's helpful um, it's a fantastic language Cantonese and I hope you keep keep it up and feel free to come back to me um, whenever the next roadblock is that you hit but until then good luck and um, thanks for the question if you'd like to ask me a question like uh, like Leo did then please go to IWillTeachYourLanguage.com forward slash ask and uh, that's where you can leave a voice note and I'll, and I'll answer your question here. And I guess the only other thing to say is go and check out Story Learning Spanish. It's maybe not much good for you if, you like, if you're learning Cantonese like Leo is. But on the plus side, if you do like it and you let me know, then I might consider making the, uh, the Story Learning podcast in other languages. My ultimate aim would be to do a, do a little with this, like a little bit like what I did with my short storybooks and actually um, you know, build them out into tons of different languages. Um, but that's something that's gonna, that's a plan for the future. Anyway, that's it for now. Thanks so much for listening and I'll see you back in the next episode of the podcast. Take care. What is the most difficult stage in learning a new language? Well, many people will tell you that it is speaking. It's when you first start to speak and you have those kind of terrifying conversations in front of a native speaker for the first time. And it's terrifying because you realize that actually all that stuff you thought you knew well, it turns out you didn't know it quite as well as you thought. You begin to freeze up, you trip over, the, over your words, your memory just stops working, and speaking is just an all-round distressing experience. We've all been there, I've been there in many, many languages. And, and to help with this, I've written a series of books called 101 Conversations. And these conversations are designed to tell a story. So right from the first one to the very last one, it tells a really interesting story that's completely set in the target language. And these, because these are conversations, there is no narrative. There's no fluffy descriptions. It is just blow by blow, real conversations in the target language that are gonna help you learn and memorize the most important words and phrases in the language so that you can speak with more confidence. Now these books I've written in French, German, Italian, Spanish, English, and they're all available on Amazon. So if you head over to amazon.com and you search for Ollie Richards 101, then they should pop right up. That is on amazon.com, search for Ollie Richards 101, 
and you can find there the Kindle version, the paperback version, the audio version, so that you can train your ear at the same time. There is this; These will keep you busy for weeks, if not months, and they're also super affordable, so I hope you go and check them out, and I hope you enjoy the books. Once again, on Amazon.com, simply search Ollie Richards 101.